This is All India Radio. Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad presents science serial Whispers of the Wind based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming. Let's listen to episode number 14 titled Historical Evidence of Climate Change. Ma'am, it is already November, but we are not having a feeling of it. Yeah, I agree. As in earlier in October during Durga Puja, we used to listen to Chandi Paat in radio early in the morning. <laughs> and I remember we used to cover ourselves with thick quilt. <laughs> yes, these days we don't have six seasons anymore. We have only two seasons: uh, summer and rainy. That's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and also rainy season is very irritating. Yes, sometimes comes very late. Sometimes heavy rains, and other time it is very little rain. Mm. That's true. Every everything has become very irregular. Mm. Yes. yes, the climate is changing. Ma'am, this is happening these days, or earlier also it used to happen. Well, earlier also we had this. But mm. isn't it weird, ma'am? It is. <laughs> yeah, but when we first realized about this, mm. well, kids, people started thinking about the climate change first in 19th century when ice age and other natural changes in paleoclimate were first suspected. At that time, natural greenhouse effect was identified for the first time. A greenhouse, uh, Mama? Hmm? Is it a green-colored house? <laughs> <laughs> Neha, a greenhouse is a house made of glass. It has glass walls and a glass roof. You know, people grow tomatoes and flowers and other plants in them. A greenhouse stays warm inside. even during winter sunlight shines in and warms the plants and air inside but the heat is trapped by the glass and it cannot escape so during the daylight hours it gets warmer and warmer inside a greenhouse mm. and stays pretty warm at night also oh. right now uh, and mama what is greenhouse effect You see the greenhouse effect is a natural process. It warms the earth's surface. When the sun's energy reaches the earth's atmosphere, some of it is reflected back to space and the rest of it this energy is absorbed and re-radiated by greenhouse gases. Yes, and the absorbed energy warms the atmosphere and the surface of the earth. This process maintains the earth's temperature at around 33 degrees Celsius warmer than it would otherwise be allowing life on earth to exist. Oh, and what are the greenhouse gases? Neha, greenhouse gases include water vapor, carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, ozone and some artificial chemicals such as chlorofluorocarbons. 
it is also called cfcs yes oh yes let me add to this information ha huh? earth's atmosphere does the same thing as the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere such as carbon dioxide do what the roof of a greenhouse does hmm. during the day the sun shines through the atmosphere earth's surface warms up in the sunlight and at night earth's surface cools releasing the heat back into the air but some of the heat is trapped by the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere and that's what keeps our earth a warm and cozy 59 degrees fahrenheit on average mm. wow. and the water in the atmosphere the water also acts as a greenhouse gas the atmosphere contains a lot of water This water can be in the form of a gas that is water vapor or in the form of a liquid that is clouds. Hmm. Clouds are water vapor that has cooled and condensed back into tiny droplets of liquid water. Yes ma'am. And water in the clouds hold in some of the heat from earth's surface. True. But the bright white tops of clouds also reflect some of the sunlight back to space. So with clouds some energy from the sun never even reaches earth's surface. Yeah. But <laughs> ma'am, mm-hmm. how does greenhouse effect change the climate? Yes. You see, Ruhi, it was in the late 19th century. Scientists first argued the human emissions of greenhouse gases that could change climate. Mm. And then many other theories of climate change involved uh, volcanic eruption and solar variation mm. and so on. Yeah, yes ma'am, I've read that in 1960s warming effect of carbon dioxide gas became increasingly convincing. Mm. Some scientists also pointed out that human activity that generated atmospheric aerosols could have cooling effects as well. During the 1970s scientific opinion increasingly favored the warming viewpoint and by 1990s as a result of improving fidelity of computer models and observational work confirmed the milankovitch theory of the ice ages yes ma'am even i have read this a consensus position was formed the greenhouse gases were deeply involved in most climate changes and human caused emissions were bringing discernible global warming hmm. since the 1990s scientific research on climate change has included multiple disciplines and has expanded to yes ruhi the climate change is a significant and the lasting change in statistical distribution of weather patterns over periods ranging from decades to millions of years hmm. it may be a change in average weather conditions or in the distribution of weather around the average conditions such as more or fewer extreme weather events ma'am that's huge uh, since when people started thinking about climate change see geeta people suspected that the climate of a region could change over the course of centuries from ancient times okay yes uh, for example theophrastus a mm. pupil of aristotle He told how the draining of marshes had made a particular locality more susceptible to freezing. Oh, yes. He also speculated that lands became warmer when the clearing of forests were exposed to sunlight. Hmm. Ma'am, I have read it that Renaissance 
and later scholars saw that deforestation, irrigation and grazing had altered the lands around the Mediterranean since ancient times. Mm -hmm. They thought it plausible that these human interventions had affected the local weather. Uh, also, Vitruvius in the 1st century BC wrote about climate in relation to housing architecture and how to choose locations for cities. Yes. Yeah, but ma'am, when did people thought on this seriously? You see, Raja, the most striking change came in the 18th and 19th centuries, obvious within a single lifetime. It was the conversion of eastern North America from forest to croplands. Hmm. By early 19th century, many believed the transformation was altering the region's climate, probably for the better. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, ma'am. That's right, ma'am. Some experts even reported that deforestation not only caused rainwater to run off rapidly in useless floods, but reduced the rainfall itself. Mm. Yeah. And European professors, you know what they claimed? What? what? They claimed that the Orientals of the ancient Near East had heedlessly converted their once lush lands into impoverished deserts. True. True. Prior to the 18th century, scientists had not suspected that prehistoric climates were different from the modern period. By the late 18th century, geologists found evidence of a succession of geological ages with changes in climate. Well, Geeta. Yes, ma'am. You know, there were various competing theories about these changes. Okay. And do you know about James Hutton? No, ma'am. James Hutton, whose ideas of cyclic change over huge periods of time was among those who found signs of past glacial activity in places too warm for glaciers in modern times. Oh, oh, oh yes ma'am. Even I have read that. In 1815, Zion Pierre described for the first time how glaciers might be responsible for the giant boulders seen in alpine valleys. Yes, and as he hiked in the Val de Bagnes, he noticed giant granite rocks that were scattered around the narrow valley. He knew that it would take an exceptional force to move such large rocks. He also noticed how glaciers left stripes on the land and concluded that it was the ice that had carried the boulders down into the valley. Oh, <laughs> but ma'am, this is complex. How? Because I know his idea was initially met with disbelief. It was thought that his hypothesis was so extraordinary and even so extravagant that it was considered to be not worth examining or even considering. Really? Yeah. But uh, however, after some time, uh, Rohi, scientists developed a theory, what is named as the Ice Age. Ice oh. Age? Yes, children. It was this time when glaciers covered Europe and much of North America. In 1837, Agassiz was the first to scientifically propose that the Earth had been subject to a past ice age. Mm. Yeah. yeah, even a field trip was organized to Alps and it was supported by the ice age theory. True, uh, but ma'am, during that period, only scientists found that Earth's atmosphere kept the planet warmer than would be the case in a vacuum. Yes, it's true, Geeta. 
but it was accepted then that the atmosphere transmitted visible light waves to the earth's surface oh then earth absorbed visible light and emitted infrared radiation in response but the atmosphere didn't transmit infrared efficiently which therefore increased the surface temperature okay so true and also it was suspected that human activities could influence climate uh, but mom i have a question uh, is there any other reason for climate change you see geeta some scientists suggested that ice ages and other great climate changes were due to the changes in the amount of gases emitted in volcanism okay but that was only one of the many possible causes of course another obvious possibility was solar variation shifts in ocean currents also might explain many climate changes hmm. true and for changes over millions of years the raising and lowering of mountain ranges would change patterns of both the winds and the ocean currents or perhaps the climate of a continent had not changed at all but it had grown warmer or cooler because of polar wonder uh, polar wonder yes polar wonder the north pole shifting to where the equator had been or the like and there were dozens of theories oh my god uh, i'm hearing the word climate and climate change for <laughs> such a long time now <laughs> but i don't know what is climate okay <laughs> let me answer this do you know what weather is um yeah in tv they give weather news when it will rain and when it will not rain etc <laughs> yes you are right weather is what the forecasters on the tv news predict each day they tell people about the temperature cloudiness humidity and whether a storm is likely in the next few days that's weather it is a mix of events that happens each day in our atmosphere but remember weather is not the same everywhere it may be hot and sunny in one part of the world but freezing and snowy in another part <laughs> okay i understood but what is climate <laughs> Um climate is the usual weather of a place climate can be different for different seasons a place might be mostly warm and dry in the summer the same place may be cool and wet in the winter yes yeah different places can have different climates you might live where it snows all the time and some people live where it always warm enough to swim outside <laughs> yes <laughs> that's right and you know neha there is also earth's climate earth's climate is what you get when you combine all the climates around the world together yes uh but if it is the weather of a place then why does it change every day <laughs> why everybody is so worried for climate change what actually is climate change <laughs> well neha climate change is a change in the usual weather found in a place this could be a change in how much rain a place usually gets in a year or it could be a change in a place's usual temperature for a month or season oh yeah and climate change is also a change in earth's climate this could be a change in earth's usual temperature mm. or it could be a change in where rain and snow usually fall on earth weather can change in just a few hours and climate takes hundreds or even millions of years to change yes oh. is earth's climate changing 
Earth's climate is always changing, Neha. There have been times when Earth's climate has been warmer than it is now. And there have been times when it has been cooler. These times can last thousands or even millions of years. Mm, that's right. People who study Earth see the Earth's climate is getting warmer. Earth's temperature has gone up about 1 degree Fahrenheit in the last 100 years. This may not seem like much, but small changes in Earth's temperature can have big effects. That's right, Raja. Hmm. I would like to add that some effects are already happening. Warming of Earth's climate has caused some snow and ice to melt. Really? Yes, the warming also has caused oceans to rise. Oh. And it has changed the timing of when certain plants grow. Okay. So now I've understood what climatic change is. Okay. But what is this Holocene? Better, the Holocene is the current geological epoch. It began approximately 11,650 Cal years before present, mm. after the last glacial period, which concluded with a Holocene glacial retreat. Yes, it's surprising that the Holocene has been identified with the current warm period mm. and some considered it as to be an interglacial period, that too within the Pleistocene epoch. Oh, uh, ma'am, hmm? uh, how many ice ages were there? Well, Mala, there have been at least five major ice ages in the Earth's history. Five ice ages? Yes. Wow. And they are the Huronian, Cryogenian, Andean Saharan, the Karu Ice Age and the current Quaternary Ice Age. Outside these ages, the Earth seems to have been ice-free even in high latitudes. Interesting, huh? <laughs> but ma'am, what could be the time period of these ages? You see, the earliest ice age is the Huronian Ice Age. Rocks formed in this period are 2.4 to 2.1 billion years ago. It was the early Protozoic era. Can anybody tell me please, what is the next one? Yeah, let me take the initiative here. <laughs> the next well-documented ice age and probably the most severe of the last billion years occurred from 850 to 630 million years ago. Oh, Am God. I right, ma'am? Yes, Ruhi, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And it was called the Cryogenian period. Yes. Okay. During this time, Earth had become a snowball in which glacial ice sheet reached up to equator. Possibly being ended by the accumulation of greenhouse gases such as the carbon dioxide produced by volcanoes. Mm. The presence of ice on the continents and pack ice on the oceans would inhibit both silicate weathering and photosynthesis which are the two major sinks for carbon dioxide at present. Mm. Ma'am, mm -hmm. I think the third ice age was the Indian Saharan occurred from 460 to 420 million years ago during the late Ordovician and the Silurian period. Very good, Raja. You are correct. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Uh, and what about the fourth one, ma'am? Well, the fourth one is very interesting. Hmm. The evolution of land plants at the onset of the Devonian period caused a long-term increase in planetary oxygen levels, 
and reduction of carbon dioxide levels, which resulted in the Karoo Ice Age. Oh. It is named after the glacial tills found in the Karoo region of South Africa, where evidence for this ice age was first clearly identified. Mm. It sounds unbelievable, ma'am. <laughs> and there were extensive polar ice caps at intervals from 360 to 260 million years ago. That too in South Africa, during the Carboniferous and early Permian periods. Yes, the Quaternary Ice Age started about 2.58 million years ago. At the beginning of the Quaternary period, when the spread of ice sheets in the Northern Hemisphere began. And since then, the world has seen cycles of glaciation with ice sheets advancing and retreating on 40,000 and 100,000 year timescales called glacial periods and interglacial periods. Mm. Wow! Ma'am, why this ice age happens? You see, Geeta, the causes of Ice Age is not fully understood uh, for either the large-scale Ice Age periods or the smaller ebb and flow of glacial-interglacial periods within an Ice Age. The consensus is that several factors are important, like the atmospheric composition, such as the concentrations of carbon dioxide and methane. Does it affect the Earth's atmosphere? Well, there's evidence that greenhouse gas levels fell at the start of ice ages and they rose during the retreat of the ice sheets. But it's difficult to establish cause and effect, you see. Hmm. Yeah. Even greenhouse gas levels may also have been affected by other factors hmm. which have been proposed as cause of ice ages such as the movement of continents and volcanism. True. Even some scientists believe that the Himalayas are a major factor in the current ice age because these mountains have increased Earth's total rainfall and therefore the rate at which carbon dioxide is washed out of the atmosphere decreasing the greenhouse effect. Mm. So it means that the greenhouse effect is good for Earth as well. <laughs> yes, Neha. Everything has a good and bad side. But yes. excess of both is Definitely bad. Mm, right. I know that the Himalayas were formed by the collision of two landmasses. Yes, and the Himalayas formation started about 70 million years ago. Can you guess when the Indo Australian plate collided with the Eurasian plate? The Himalayas still are rising by about 5 mm per year because the Indo-Australian plate is still moving at 67 mm per year. Really? Wow. Yes, it is a true fact. The history of Himalayas broadly fits the long-term decrease in Earth's average temperature since the mid-Eocene, that is 40 million years ago. Mm. millions. Ma'am, does volcanoes have any relation with glaciation? Yes. Volcanic eruption may have contributed to the inception or the end of ice age periods. Hmm. At times, during the paleoclimate, carbon dioxide levels were two or three times greater than today. Yes, you're right, Geeta. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. You see, volcanoes and movements in continental plates, they contributed to high amounts of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Hmm. Carbon dioxide from volcanoes probably contributed to periods with highest overall temperatures. 
Oh yes ma'am and one suggested explanation of the Paleocene Eocene thermal maximum is that undersea volcanoes released methane from Carthasis and thus caused a large and rapid increase in the greenhouse effect mm. but there appears to be no geological evidence for such eruptions at the right time yeah but this not prove that they did not happen everything we know and recognize as human civilization dates to this epoch and that includes agriculture cities and also complex societies yeah even these hallmarks of civilization originate from a period of relative climatic stability that is less than 6% of our time on earth our species has been fortunate perhaps more than we realize the stability of the holocene climate allowed our species to thrive absolutely right <laughs> well i think we have walked a lot for now yeah. yes ma'am yeah. aren't you feeling hungry yes, yes ma'am very hungry <laughs> so let's have our food now okay. yeah. yeah yes ma'am neha you carrying your food <laughs> yes mama i think we should eat ice cream now Whispers of the Wind You were listening to the 14th episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar titled Historical Evidence of Climate Change This episode was written by Shrimati Pushpa Shri Patnayak Coordinators were Dr Nakul Parashar and Dr Birendra Kumar Tyagi This episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar presented by Dilip Jha and assisted by Naveen Kumar participants were Mamta Malkani Tanvi Khurana Megha Sharma Pragya Jha Dishant Pawar and Mannat Nagar Hey listeners please stay with us here are two questions for you the lucky winners will get a tractor prize from the Gyan Prasad the first question is what's earth climate and the second question is what happened during cryogenian period our addresses sign serial whispers of the wind all india radio room number 615 new broadcasting house sansad mark new delhi 110001 you can also write on our email id radio@vigyanprasar.gov.in please do write or mail us your full name age and profession if associated with science club do let us know the membership of your club if you have any query or question do not hesitate to write to us we will be back again with the next episode of this science serial whispers of the wind same day same time next week till then goodbye